Thank you. Um, I'm 60 years old now, and um, I've spent my life trying to be an artist, wanting to be an artist, dreaming. And this dream began when I was six years old, and I saw my father drawing. Um, I didn't know what the word for artist was, but I just knew that I wanted to be able to make a bird appear on a piece of paper in the way that I saw him do. Um, I also had a real passion for his typewriter, which my mum had bought him as a present uh, for their, it was either their second or their third wedding anniversary. And um, he was a policeman. He was a policeman who loved to draw. He, um, my family, his parents thought that reading was a very lazy thing to do, that drawing was something that other people did. Um, so it was a strange family to grow up in where he kind of hit his drawings but they were beautiful and I loved them um so I I had to follow my dream I think I knew uh, um in the same way that that Leela knows you you just have to if you wish to create you have to create if you don't then you become ill um it's it's not um it's almost like it's a it chooses you rather than you choosing to do it. And I'm learning as I get older that my art is my um, spiritual way of being. It's a form of prayer. It's a form of ritual. And it is also a form of protest for me. It's my voice. Um, a long time ago, in between illustrating, I started to paint the labyrinth pattern onto stones. So I would go to a place, um, a pebble beach. I would choose a stone walking along, looking at each pebble, realizing how different each one was, how it is shaped by the sea, by time, trying to understand the making of it. And I would paint this labyrinth shape onto it. It's not my design. It's a design that is as old as time, looks like a fingerprint feels like a pathway, feels feels very much to me like a prayer. And then I would take this back and I would put it back on the beach, walk away and leave it. What I was left with was um, these remnants because I use um, transfer leaf. So it's almost like having the spiritual pattern, the soul of the stone. And um, I... I did start by using scraps of gold leaf, um, but I soon rather loved these remnants that I was left with and was trying to find a way of using them. So I carry on doing um, illustrating books. Um, I think in my 30s, I started writing as well. Um, never thought that I could be a writer because I couldn't spell. and um, But I always loved story. Um, and and life was um, wrapped around doing art um, every day. I have to make marks on paper every day, otherwise my head doesn't feel right. Um, and I doodle when people are talking, which sometimes irritates people. 
Um, two years ago, I, I can't even remember how long ago, two years, um, my dad became ill and then he died and my life was shaken. You know, everybody knows this is going to happen. Um, there is a, a blessing which goes, um, your father dies, you die, your child dies. That's the order things should be in. My dad died just before lockdown. So his funeral became less of a celebration of his life and more of a, a quiet uh, sense of loss. Um, lockdown was a protection in a way from all the events and things that you're expected to do as an artist. Um, and I couldn't paint. Um, I just, I didn't know how to do it. And painting, like I say, it's it's like breathing for me. Um, it was hard to catch a breath. And I turned to his typewriter and I started typing on the remnants of these soul stones, small pieces of writing, gathering my thoughts and breathing my way through extreme pain in order to navigate my way through life, which again, art is navigation. Um, but then I also became quite obsessed with typewriters and uh, started um, collecting them. And the um, image that you saw before was the very aptly known Corona, Smith Corona folding typewriter. This is my latest this purchase, um, which is um, a German typewriter, and um, around it is the clutter which I work with. Um, the inside of my head looks a bit like this, I think, um, with kind of chaos, and the art is a way of making order out of the chaos. Um, I love to be by the sea. I love the idea of leaving these stones where people will find them. And sometimes I take them down to the beach knowing that there will be nobody who picks them up and they will be returned to the sea, which is right. Um, other times I know that they'll find their way. Um, I hope to do this with my book as well and just leave it on the beach, maybe for somebody to find if they want to. I hope I have more life to spend doing this. I hope that I can continue um, both to write and to paint. The Lost Words has been an amazing, um, an amazing uh, creature in my life. In that, it has, in more ways than ever before, allowed me to use my voice for protest. And I think this is this is what. Uh, Leela is saying also, you know, if writing is about finding a voice, um, your voice also needs an audience. Um, I learn so much from the audience for my books that it just astonishes me. And my art is kind of about curiosity as well. So what happens when you type onto a feather? and how can you do it? Surfaces are beautiful. I love typing on leaves. Um, 
the book is it is um it's a kind of um book about as i say navigating through grief one of the griefs at the moment that i have is an ash tree in my garden um which is ceasing to thrive as many ash trees are and she holds her death if indeed she is dying um so so physically so visually um if i can read you one small passage from the book it says her leaves give music to the wind shade in summer shelter to small lives bird insect bat on her bark skin hollows scars give testament to storms weathered long life her branches pleat and plait to reach the light and at her feet her scattered children thrive um so that's kind of an epitaph to my ash tree who is still still alive at the moment um i hope to continue working in this way i i feel with featherleaf it was such a, a strange book to do because i had all these fragments which were written on gold leaf and we weren't actually sure how on earth to make them live as a book and the only way that i found to do this was to take them out into the light into the garden and photograph each piece um one at a time in natural light hand held over time took about 3 hours i was listening all the time to the sounds around me so the light where i had found each piece of writing was incorporated into the making of the image and it's a strange thing because in a way um the words in this book become image so there are no paintings and yet everything in there is an image typing on gold typing on leaves typing on feathers um holding the wild in my heart in ways that i i just needed to in order to get from day to day in my life and catching small pieces of story so this one which is written on birch bark was a true incident that happened a long time ago in a place called dolverton where something appeared to me in a wood and um i wrote it down on this birch bark which i guess will like everything else deteriorate but it's held through light and time in this image which is in the book i'm landlocked at the moment i'm far from home far from the sea um i love the light that is found by the sea i love walking i love the stones i love the air that i breathe there i love the diversity of life that i find every day in the shape of birds especially in the song of birds which is a language which i'm trying very hard to learn to listen to properly rather than just letting it skim across my ears um 
it seems more important now to listen to the voices that are other than human, to learn from the creatures that are other than human, to understand the wisdom of trees, to try and understand the wisdom of all creatures who aren't human. Um, and in the way that I spend my time creating art, it's a realization that time is more important than money. And I think money is one of the greatest evils in our lives at the moment, because it seems that those who make our laws value money above everything else, when what actually is the most important, most valuable thing is life. 